Hey, thanks for listening to the Reclaim Media Weekly Podcast. To stay up to date on all of our blogs, our podcasts, and our YouTube videos, you can subscribe on our website, reclaim.media. Now please enjoy the message. I know that you want to succeed in your purpose. So today I want to give you three practical tips that we can all apply in our lives today so that we can be successful in our ministry, in our purpose, and in our calling, so that we can avoid unnecessary failure. In 2 Samuel chapter 11, verse 1, it says this, It happened in the spring of the year, at the time when kings go out to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him in all Israel, and they destroyed the people of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. Then it happened one evening that David arose from his bed, walked on the roof of the king's house, and from the roof he saw a woman bathing. And the woman was very beautiful to behold. So David sent and inquired about the woman. And someone said, Is that not Bathsheba, the daughter of Iliam, and the wife of Uriah the Hittite? Then David sent messengers and took her, and she came to him, and he lay with her, for she was cleansed from her impurity, and she returned to her house. In this scripture, we see that David made a huge mistake. And as you continue reading into these next chapters, we see how how much this damaged David's life. What can we learn from his actions? We can learn what he did to fail and how we could and what we can do to avoid that failure. So number 1, what we need to do if we want to avoid unnecessary failure, if we want to be successful in our ministry and on our purpose, we need to stay in the fight. Remember your purpose. Remember your goal. See, David, it said in, in the beginning of the chapter that it was a time when kings went out to war. And David stood home. He, didn't, he wasn't focused on the goal. He wasn't focused on the mission. He was distracted and he was at home when he was supposed to be focused on his purpose. I believe it's critical that we all remain focused on our goal and on our purpose. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 through 14, it says, Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching toward those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. What we must do is not be so focused on the things that are behind, but be focused on what's ahead. Be focused on our goal. If we want to be successful in our ministry, then we have to be focused on the mission. In Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, it says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. We have to have a vision for where God is calling us. We have to be focused on that vision if we want to succeed. If we're not focused on the vision, our mind will begin to drift into places that are, that are not helpful for our calling. In fact, they will not be helpful, but they will, they will hinder us. Our mind will focus on our own rest, you know, as we're pursuing our calling, as we're living, you know, a life of ministry and doing the things for the Lord. If we're not, if we don't remain focused on the mission, then we start to focus on our own rest. Man, I'm tired. I need, I need to stop. I need to slow down. And yes, rest is not wrong within itself. But when, when rest becomes a priority and when rest becomes a distraction, that's when it hinders our purpose. We, we focus on our own satisfaction, our own earthly goals and earthly desires. When we do these things, what we're doing is we're losing focus of the mission and we're beginning to focus on ourselves. And what we're doing is we're pulling ourselves out of the battle. And whether you think it does or not, it matters that you remain in the fight. It matters that you remain focused 
on your purpose. So number one, if we want to avoid unnecessary failure, then we must be focused and stay in the fight, not get out of it when we get tired of it. Number two is stay close to good friends. See, David sent his whole army away and he was all by himself. There wasn't any accountability into David's life. And the Bible clearly speaks to us and challenges us and tells us that it's important that we have good godly friends around us. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9 and 10. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falls, for he hath not another to help him up. If you don't want to quit, then find a good friend who won't let you quit. You may say, well, I don't have any friends and nobody cares about me. Nobody wants to be my friend. Have you tried to be somebody else's friend? Have you reached out to somebody else? Have you encouraged somebody else? Have you helped somebody else up when they've fallen? Or are you just waiting? Are you looking for attention and not friendship? If we want to be successful in our ministry, we cannot be alone in it. We have to surround ourselves with godly friends and people that will keep us accountable and help us when we fall. So number one, if we want to be successful in ministry, if we want to avoid unnecessary failure, we have to stay focused on the mission. We have to have good friends. And number three is we have to own up to our mistakes and not try to cover them up. We see in the book of 2 Samuel, as the story continues, we find out that Bathsheba gets pregnant. And David, what he does is he goes to this, it's, it's, a, it's a wild story, and I would encourage you to read it for yourself, but he goes through this, this crazy ordeal. He goes through this whole thing to make sure that nobody finds out that Bathsheba is pregnant with his child. What he ends up doing is he ends up killing Bathsheba's husband, Uriah. And it all comes down to this moment where the prophet is now approaching David because God, obviously God knows what's going on. And David had made a, he made a lot of mistakes and now he's about to be held accountable for his mistakes. And in 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 1 through 7, it says this, Then the Lord sent Nathan to David and he came to him and said to him, There were two men in one city, one rich and the other poor. The rich man had exceedingly many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing except one little lamb which he had bought and nourished, and it grew up together with him and with his children. It ate of his own food and drank from his own cup and lay in his bosom. And it was like a daughter to him. And a traveler came to the rich man who refused to take from his own flock and from his own herd to prepare one for the wayfaring man who had come to him. But he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man who had come to him. So Nathan, the prophet Nathan is setting up the story to see how David is going to respond to see if David's going to own up to who he is or if he's going to try to cover up what he's done. And so verse 5 says, So David's anger was greatly aroused against the man. And he said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this shall surely die, and he shall restore fourfold for the lamb because he did this thing and because he had no pity. Then Nathan said to David, You are the man. When we're living a life of ministry, when we're walking in our purpose, we want to avoid unnecessary failure. But you will fail. We all fail. We all make mistakes. We all make bad decisions. It's important that we don't just try to cover up those decisions and try to make it look like we've done nothing wrong or there's nothing wrong with us and we're this perfect leader or this perfect pastor or this perfect you know, mentor. No, we all make these mistakes and it's important that we own up to it. Because as we try to cover our mistakes, what happens is we make things worse. David tried to cover up that he had slept with Bathsheba. So he made it all worse by not just, because he, was, he refused to just own up to what he had done. 
So you may have made some mistakes, but I want to encourage you, if you have good friends around you, if you're focused on the mission, then you realize, you know what? I can't hold this in. I have to. I have to confess it. I have to get help. I have to be open. I don't want to hide it. I want to be open and honest about my mistakes. And if, even if we refuse to be open and honest, the truth is this, is that your sin will find you out. Your mistakes will be brought to light. There is no hiding in the kingdom of God. In Luke chapter 8, verse 17, it says, For nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to light. We should be open with each other. You should be open with those that you're accountable to. You should be open to your good friends. Don't try to cover up your mistakes. Own up. Re seek restoration, forgiveness. Repent of those mistakes and watch God restore your life and give you a blessed ministry. If we want to be successful in our ministry, if we want to avoid unnecessary failure, there's three things we need to do. We need to stay focused on what God has called us to do. We need to surround ourselves with good, godly friends. And we need to not cover up our mistakes, but own up to what we've done and seek restoration and the power of God. I hope this encouraged you today. If you would like to support Reclaim Media, we're able to send out all of our content every week because we have monthly support. If you want to be a part of that monthly support, you could sign up on our website. You can be a monthly supporter or you can give a one-time gift. Maybe you're saying, man, I can't, I can't give financially, but I want to support in another way. If you want to do that, I'd ask that you share, like, and comment on these videos. It would help us greatly. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do that. It helps us more than you think. So again, I hope this encouraged you, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the message. If you'd like to help us to continue to create content like this, you can sign up as a supporter on our website, reclaim.media slash donate. Thank you.